This week, we have another huge pivotal paradigm shifting week in astrology. Yeah, that's right. We're taking off like a rocket. There is a bad bitch activation happening for the next 18 months. And we're all going to be asked to step into a little rebranding moment as the summer of 2023 continues. And I'm going to jump into all of that and more with another big ass, juicy, really cosmic info filled episode today of your Cosmic RX Radio Energy Report. Welcome to Cosmic RX Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. I'm your girl, Maddie Murphy. How are we all doing? It's a pleasure to be here. You know, if you're new, welcome. I'm your guide, intuitive astrologer, cosmic consultant, high vibe hype woman, celestial strategist, mystical messy BFF, whatever you want to call me. I'm just here to lay it down like your like your bestie who's just like, this is what we gotta talk about. 411 WTF's happening in the stars. And how can we make it make sense for you to align with your highest and hottest self? And Speaking of highest and hottest self, woof, we are getting into it. We are getting into the heart of the summer. The astrology I've been looking at all year, some, some big stuff happening. And, you know, in case you've missed it, this is the summer 2023. We are getting free this summer. We are letting go of anything, um, you know, uncomfortable, toxic baggage goodbye. You know, we are shedding weight for the summer and I'm talking about the weight of other people's expectations. Uh, we are living in our truth. We are really getting free, getting liberated. And this week brings in another huge moment to really support us in that. If you missed it last week, I did a super deep dive into Venus retrograde in Leo. One of the most, yeah, definitely like important astrological moments of the summer, if not the year. And then this week, we're talking about the North Node, the Lunar Node, the path of our collective karma and fate moving into Aries, the bad bitch energy sign that I truly live for. So today's episode, I'm going to really break down for you everything you need to know for, for this transit, which lasts 18 months, BTW, and is definitely, I think, one of the biggest, like, indicators of, of the the track that we go on as a collective, um, but also helps us understand like our individual assignment. I'm going to talk about what are the lunar nodes, why do we care about them, what's going on with the north node, south node, what are like, you know, what's the cosmic assignment in this? Of course, maybe a little uh, looking back in history to get a little bit of a taste of what might be happening on this one. And then I will be talking about if you have north node in Aries, or you have your north node in Libra, what that means for you. And this is a big time for you. If you have your North Node in Aries, your North Node in Libra, or really any significant Libra or Aries placements, you know, like your Sun, Moon, Rising, Venus, Mars, if you have a lot of planets around, like your Midheaven with that, like hit me up because, or especially if you're looking for some support, I'm doing like rolling applications for my one-on-one cosmic zone mentorship. Um, I haven't actually reached out to anybody yet. So if you applied for that and didn't hear from me, no worries. i um, just been like operating on Maddie time, which is always non-linear AF. But, you know, I, over the next six months, over the next year, I love working with people who, anyone, of course, but anyone who has like really huge astrology shifts. And I think that when you go through your nodal return, or there's the eclipses, the Aries Libra eclipses will be happening starting in October. If you have all those planets, it's like, it's truly quantum leap time. It's like without astrology, <clears throat> the eclipses, the nodes can be really intense, confusing, harrowing, even chaotic, feral. 
But when you understand how to work with it, it reminds me like the nature, any part of nature, right? Like if you go on a hike, if you're hiking Yosemite, which are amazing, Anna, who, who helps us out here, is hiking Yosemite right now. If she just went and didn't like have water or the right shoes on, yeah, it maybe would turn a little like yellow jackets-esque. Um, it reminds me of the ocean. I live by the ocean. I love the ocean. I respect her. If you go out in the right vessel and you understand what you're doing, you could have a wonderful, amazing co-creative experience with her. But if you go out and you just are not prepared, not wearing the SPF, don't know how to swim, not in a secure situation of a boat or you're on a surfboard, you're going to get pummeled. So um, astrology is just the nature of the cosmos. So if you want to not get pummeled by this astrology and instead use it to again, what we do in these beautiful situations in nature to be inspired, to learn more about ourselves, to come back and like more deeply into our true nature, sign up the link in bio. There's a wait list. Look at my Instagram bio. There's an application. And, you know, even if you don't want to work with me, find an astrologer, find someone who can help you understand. I tell all my mentees and my clients, Google with a grain of salt. You might go and read about, and this is beyond your North Node. This is any placement you have. I could fill a book, a a coffee table book, like beautiful coffee table book with all the screenshots I get of people who are just terrified when they've Googled a placement of theirs because it's so nihilistic, it's so dark, it's so reductive. And this is why working with a professional astrologer, especially someone who's you know in integrity, understands also maybe some spiritual principles, and is really just here to to guide you and interpret right this this poetry in motion um, that is you and your birth chart. So. Anyway, that was a really long rant about that, but I've been feeling it. It feels present, and I feel like we're about to, we're under this big swell right now with the North Node moving into Aries that I'm going to talk about today that goes down on July 17th, and then we have Venus going retrograde on the heels of that, and Sun moving into Leo all at the same time, New Moon in Cancer. It's a big few days we have, okay, honey, and I just want to make sure you are prepared, aware, and ready to slay per like the absolute bad bitch you are. Okay. The good heart, bad bitch with a good heart. So Virgo announcements, I just mentioned about my, my CZ mentorship. Cosmic Summer School is still going strong. We really appreciate like, if you love those episodes, you know, someone, Sarah, one of my previous Cosmic Boss mentees was like, I just forwarded your moon episode to like 12 people this week. And that's what we live for. We are trying to get this information out to as many people as possible because I really believe when you understand yourself better, you can take better care of yourself, you can show up better, you can love yourself better, and therefore you can do that better for other people. So if you have a friend who's like cosmically curious or maybe has been burned by astrology and weird things they've Googled in the past or things that they've read on an app, cough, cough, co-star, I'm looking at you, invite them into Cosmic Summer School. It's why we're doing it. We want to get back to basics. We want to bring in astrology through the lens that I really like. You know, just this like decolonized astrology, post-colonial astrology. Shout out to Alice Barkley Cat has an amazing book on that. Just this astrology through, I think, through my many studies, just trying to bring in a much wider, broader meaning to the planets, placements, zodiac signs, etc. If you read something that's really harmful or offensive or something that makes you feel really sad. Astrology is not here to make you feel sad and there's no bad astrology. It just is. It just is what it is. I really invite you to question like, who wrote this? Who wrote this? And the question is nine times out of 10, the origins, even about the writer, but the origins um, that the writer is referencing probably came from some dusty ass old white cisgendered man, okay? Who just was looking at the lens, at astrology through the lens in which they look at the world. We're all learning. There's a lot to deconstruct and dismantle and rewrite. So that's my really, again, I'm I'm wordy today. That's my pitch for Cosmic Summer School. It's free. I don't even know why I'm pitching it, but it's like, (laughs) go check it out, share it. Um, That will be free through October. And then we're going to put it available for purchase in our Astro Academy library. So that, and of course, last but not least, leaving a review, a rating, the other way to show us some love, honey. Like if you're just vibing with this podcast and I keep you company while you drive around and do your little like 
cute girl errands or I don't know. What do I do? What am I doing with you right now? Are we we folding laundry? Are we like organizing our t-shirt drawer? Why do we always have so many t-shirts? It's insane. Leave a rating review. Not only do we appreciate it, but we give away three-month membership, right, to our cosmic community where we do live moon calls, where we do a moon guide for um, you know, everything you need to know, horoscopes for the month, rituals, got everything, all the astrology. So anyways, leave the rating review. We appreciate you if you do. And this week's winner, bum, 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 of the bad bitch bundle is Katharmon, Katharmon, Katharmon. Digestible, realistic, and powerful. What a fantastic podcast. Maddie breathes new life into what can be an overwhelming and complicated subject matter. I usually get lost in the jargon. Same, honey, same. I feel equipped to handle, come what may, by empowering me to think before reacting. (laughs) One of the hardest lessons. Oh my God. Again, like if I could give a gift to everyone in the world, thinking before reacting, what a game changer. I love that. Thank you for helping this highly sensitive person create some more coping mechanisms. Oh, I love that. It's so beautiful. That's amazing. I I love y'all. I love all of you. Just like this community, this collective. It's so fun to do this thing called life with you. So if you want to win a three free months to our cosmic community, like Ketharman, just go leave a rating review on Spotify. You could screenshot it to us on Instagram. And if it's on iTunes, you can leave your Instagram handle in the name. So let's get into the if astrology isn't real at all. So there's a lot happening right now. I feel you know the nodes, and I'm gonna get into more of what that means. If you're if you're new, don't worry about it. But like the nodes, we're at the tail end of the dragon's tail of you know a story that really began in December 2022, and that maybe we even got the prologue for in November 2021, and we're seeing things really rapidly escalate with that. I know in 2021 into 2022, a big concept that came up was like the great resignation. And we saw like, I think in 2021, Saturn and Aquarius square Uranus and Taurus had a lot to do with that. And then as we move into North Node and Taurus, we said a lot of people are going to be changing jobs, changing again, how they want to make money because of what they value. And I just saw, again, I don't know if this is true, like what the science, the data is behind it. But I saw the New York Times podcast, like the first, you know, I get their alerts and it was just like alert it was like, great resignation is over. <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes sense as we have like four days left in North Node and Taurus, maybe meaning that people have like re-evaluated their careers, gone back, like, like people have made the switch. Again, I don't know how true the longevity of that statement, but getting that headline was just so funny to me. Similarly, some things we saw, what happened else last week? threads like took over the gd internet if you missed it again it's like meta mark zuckerberg's newest rollout plan it's their solution to offer to replace twitter and i mean goddamn if we're not living in a parallel universe that like i was not like rooting for zuckerberg but the fact like i was like he's yeah he's the better option in this scenario I was like, wow, Maddie, like humble thyself because you're always being surprised. I'm always ranting about Mark Zuckerberg here and in my groups and stuff and, you know, whatever. But like compared to Elon Musk and what's happened to like Twitter and it's just like Twitter just feels like the most like spammy, icky, trolly, disgusting like place. It's like just confusing. And, and I got a lot of joy out of Twitter. I always have like, I'm an information hoarder. I love learning. So I've really used Twitter to follow some brilliant minds, especially in, you know, the social justice space, the astrology space. People are just fucking funny. But over the last few months, I'm like, I can't even go on that thing. And when Threads came out this week, usually I'm not an early adapter. It usually takes me so long to just like get on a, a trend. But I was like, let's try it out. And there was something interesting, and it might be very temporary, but it was very joyful feeling people who are posting you know everyone from like aoc to meme accounts i follow to like big brands we're just like wow it feels great in here right now it might change but this is fun and everyone you know someone on threads pointed out like this is interesting it's the first time social media has felt like joyful in a while and there's no ads on there yet and it's just for right now it's very pure 
And again, you know, it's all part of Mark Zuckerberg's elaborate plan to get us in this like meta, you know, world domination. But he's had a lot of flops lately. So you know what, Zucky, like this one's for you. We're on threads. It's good. Please don't mess it up. And if you do a cage match, what battle royale with Elon Musk, again, I guess I will be forced to root for you. So that's on me just like really not understanding that this, this like, what do people say that we're living in like a simulation? I'm like, we, we are living in a simulation right now. But I thought was the astrology of that that's interesting is Twitter was birthed during a North Node in Aries. So Twitter is ending their nodal return. So it's going to be a big time to understand, like, are we quantum leaping forward? Are we changing? Are we evolving? Or are we dealing with like karmic catch up? Is this, you know, it, so it's interesting as we go into the North Node in Aries. Also, Aries is just a sign that is very much about the initiation of social media. I mean, think about social media is all about the me, right? Social media really tore down the gatekeeping aspects of so many industries, whether that was like, you know, Instagram was born October 2010. Um, Uranus was in Aries. Uranus, the great revolutionary planet, was saying, hey, it's time for a revolution around the self. The selfie was really like, if not born, it was cemented into our everyday vernacular. And the gatekeeping, it was like before that, if you wanted to call yourself a photographer, it'd be like, okay, well, what, you know, magazines have you been published in? What galleries have you shown in? Whereas now it's like, I'm a photographer. If you want to be a chef, it's like, I don't need to work in a restaurant or have a cookbook. I'm a chef on Instagram, right? Same thing with being a model, same thing with being a comedian, anything. It just allowed us this instant access and it allowed us access to celebrities and politicians and world leaders in ways that we never had before. And, you know, I've seen some interviews with some celebrity, like old school celebrities, and they're just like, ugh, like just the Instagram, like of it all. And like, I, you know, I think it was like Jen Aniston or something. I heard her on an interview and I'm like, honey, don't hate. It's not a good look. It's like, yeah, sorry now that there can be, you know, some brilliant child in Ohio that has as many followers as you because of their like amazing, you know, cat impressions. <laughs> it's okay. We don't have to sweat it. We don't have to hate on it. But this North Node in Aries is going to be another revolution around social media. And I'm saying this because if any of you have been like wanting to start a channel or what else, like again, just starting a channel on any platform but you feel like it's too late. It's not too late. We're kind of just beginning all over again. There's going to be another wave over the 18 months of people becoming very successful, possibly quasi-famous, but again, enriched, um, having a big platform, big audience, just by being themselves and being really authentic. And it's what people are really craving. So I just going to say like, post the damn video, post the damn picture. Like if you have something that lights you up and you want to share it with the world, or you want to post, but you're so worried about what other people think. I'm sorry, mute them, block them. Who the fuck cares? Like, this is your time. Showing up for your creativity, for your self-expression is one of the highest forms of self-love. If you need help with it, again, that's what I'm here for. Like, get at me. I love helping people be more visible, bring their magic and medicine out to the world. And again, just share what wants to move through them. And this is going to be a big time for you. And then what's going to happen is by the end of this nodal return, with the North Node in Aries, it's going to end in 18 months. And that's going to bring us right into what Uranus moving into Gemini. And Gemini is another sign that's very connected to social media. So we're going to be in another Uranus (laughs) revolution around media. So there's going to be a lot of changes. So don't get too hung up in the algorithm and the this, that, and the rules. No, it's just use the internet to cast spells to put out what you want to manifest, what you want to experience more of in the world, to declare who you are, what you want to be. It's summer of 2020 free, baby, okay? And then other quick note, not going to spend as much time on it. God, this episode's going to be so long. I am verbose. She is verbose today. So Jonah Hill, shall we just talk about this for a second? Now, listen, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but we all, maybe we didn't, but there was some commotion that happened this week with Jonah Hill being exposed by their exes, which is very giving Venus retrograde shadow. Venus retrograde shadow and Venus retrograde, it's no joke. And Venus and Leo 
is definitely, first of all, coming to expose a lot of celebrities. I will say that. Between the South Node being in Libra, Venus and Leo retrograde, we're probably going to see a lot of big public breakups, shakeups, all of that. But what I really care about for you people to understand with this is there is this energy, um, and it feels very Venus and Leo shadow of people, and, and talking about men here, okay, I'm going to say mostly men in this scenario, where men are attracted to the Venus and Leo energy of like, someone who is hot, glamorous, beautiful, in their shine, in their light, fun, loving, exciting, like, oh, sparkle, sparkle. And then they start dating these women and they seek to like contain them and own them. And the same things that they were attracted to in them. And in this case with Jonah Hill, it was, I think she's a surf instructor model all of a sudden they revile it. They demonize this. Like with him, he was like, why are you so obsessed with surf culture and posting bikinis and all the surf? And you know, I don't know, all these tweets, they were just so toxic and ugly and I don't even want to give them much airtime. But like, I've seen this happen a lot. I've, I've even had this happen to me. Like the thing that you love about the person, the freedom, the light, the carefreeness, the originality, the light, it's like they try to like snuff it out. And I want you to be very aware of this because this is kind of the other side of the Venus and Leo shadow, which can be like control, this sort of imperious energy of like, I want you to shine for me and no one else. And this is abusive. Like it's just really controlling. Um, It will depress you. It will suck your light out of you. It will make you feel extremely disconnected and disembodied to yourself and hyper aware, hyper vigilant for this behavior. And it's also like, not only in the situation, there's something, I don't really know where this fits into it all, but this thing of also like now men using astrology, this is like why sometimes I'm scared for straight men to get into astrology because straight men now be using therapy speak to kind of like, again, further manipulate, abuse, or just, again, like get their own way in an unhealthy way uh, with people they're in relationships with and him talking about like boundaries. It's like, no, you're just trying to control her. I'm sorry. Like, don't spit your therapy speak at us. And I just want everyone to be aware of this. And I want you to be aware of if this is something that you have felt before. Again, it's not like, it might not be as overt as other types of abuse, but I just want to say like, this is not okay. It's not right. It's hard to like maybe understand that these are red flags in the initial stages, but do not, someone in your relationship should never want to extinguish your light. And under Venus and Leo retrograde, I want you to be really honest with like how you see that around you and the North Node Aries. These are two very fiery placements. This summer is the initiation of an 18 month cycle of taking your power back, 2023, baby. And I want you to just trust that. If this is touching a nerve, if this is a lot, obviously I'm not an expert on this. I did see a book by Jess Radio, an award-winning book about coercive control. It's called See What You Made Me Do. If you want to get into more of the mechanics of it, there's something about reading a book when you're in an unhealthy pattern and you read an author, an expert, a doctor, like map it out, bullet point. You're like, oh, this is my life. It really helps you understand the situation you're in and not feel like it's just you. So I'm just going to leave that there. I'm going to leave that there on the table for you. And then we're going to shift into talking about the moon report because this podcast is going to be long. Um, It's like I get to the North Known Aries, but there's a lot happening, a lot swirling. And, you know, as we kind of go into this week, I really want you to stay grounded in this moon energy because the moon will always help us come back to ourselves, see ourselves more clearly, understand what we need to show up with the fuller cup. And as we go into the first day, this podcast comes out Friday the 14th. We have Gemini moon. This goes into Saturday afternoon, East Coast time. So Gemini moon, we are feeling curious. We're feeling chatty. Get out, be social. Like Gemini moon wants us to click, clack, connect, be curious with other people. Cancer sun, Gemini moon can sometimes feel a little like, like you need to talk things out, you know? So I want you to think about what's a safe, healthy place to talk out some emotions. Please don't like, you know, emotionally dump trauma dump on someone, but think about what, what, where can you go? Is it your journal? Is it your therapist? Is it a trusted friend who you kind of asked that permission for? 
beforehand, thinking about that. And then as we go into the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and into Monday morning, um, we're getting ready for this new moon. Actually, it goes into Tuesday. So we have this Cancer moon stretch culminating with a new moon on Monday afternoon, same day the North Node moves into Aries. And this week's podcast is going to be dedicated more towards the North Node Aries for time's sake. If you want a full guide of what to expect for the Cancer New Moon, of course, go to, again, we have our moon guide available on CosmicRx.com, and I'll be posting some stuff you know, on, on Instagram, on TikTok about it. But Cancer New Moon is a time for us to come home to ourselves. It's a time to get deep in the feels. It's time to plant some seeds of intention around where you have cancer in your chart, but how you can show up with more self-nurturing, with more flow. I love Audrey Whalen, another baddie in our Cosmic Rx community slash team, wrote an email that was like, this cancer season, how sweet can life be, I believe. And there was something about that that I really want you to carry into this cancer moon. Like, how sweet can life be? What are the intentions that you can set about, again, returning home to yourself, making life have more flow, ease, comfort, collaboration, self-nurturing, intuitive knowing again ocean energy baby you are a mermaid like like drop into that and we're gonna look out for it's gonna be very emotional the cancer moons are always emotional it's the new moon it's the one it's the moon's moon this is like my boss's new moon of the year okay this is her moon so um with that you know it's just a great time to go within all new moons are a great time to get quiet within yourself and so i really recommend doing that and setting some intentions and listening to your heart. What does it need? And that brings us into Tuesday, Wednesday, into Thursday afternoon, Leo moon, party time, party city, getting us ready, prepping us for Leo season. And you know, we have Venus is in Leo, Mercury in Leo. So we got a Leo, like fun little stellium in the sky those days. So I do invite you, you know, be the right before Venus goes retrograde have fun, be flirty, be free, go do something bold. Again, like do something creative, do something that's like for yourself, put yourself first those days, especially in the name of self-care. I really keep thinking about this creativity and self-expression as such a beautiful form of self-care and self-love. And then we end Thursday afternoon, moon in Virgo. The moon in Virgo is here to like kind of, kind of get clear on like, what do I need to, you come back to yourself in that really physical way. Maybe you want to tidy a space. Maybe you want to meal prep for the weekend. Maybe you want to go on a nice hike, but it's like, how can I like really be in that place of just serving myself through deep love and connection to my body? We have Mars is in Virgo right now. And so doing that, but also being mindful of not going too hard, not slipping into perfectionism, not slipping into like overly wanting to fix ourselves, which can be a shadow of Virgo energy especially with this Mars and Virgo right now. Okay. Like just, we're like, just going to like pump the brakes before we decide to like impulsively start like Ozempic and no shade to Ozempic. I, I'm just very neutral, powerfully celebrating anyone who wants to take it healthily, but there's something about Mars and Virgo energy with the Venus retrograde that I'm a little bit worried about people doing like drastic things to their bodies without really getting the necessary advice, you know, precautionary steps ahead of it. So if that's you, let's just think about, think about things before we just impulsively do them and do our research. So shall we talk about it? Shall we get into it and do it, do it to it? So the North Node moves into Aries. If anybody's been here for a minute, you might remember me really talking about the North Node moving into Taurus in December 2022. You know, there's these like big themes, these big culminations. So the thesis statement, if you're like, I don't have time to listen to all this right now, the North Node in Aries is going to be coming for us in a beautiful way, taking us on a path, on a journey from this July 17th to January 11th, 2025. And it's going to be asking us like, who are you? who are you? I'm quoting Rafiki from Lion King, who Rafiki kept coming up in like my downloads like a month ago and I couldn't figure out why. So random. And then I realized in real time in our moon circle that I'm like, oh, who are you? Who are you? 
thesis statement of this time. How would you live if no one else was watching? What decisions would you make if you didn't give an F about someone's dusty opinion? What's the rebrand that you might be wanting to go through? It's a big rebrand time. We're going to see this play out in many ways, metaphorical, energetic, literal, but there's a new identity that wants to step forward from all of us. And it's not new. It's probably just more true, more authentic, an identity that we've ever totally expressed before. Yeah. Okay, honey. So this summer, takeaway from North Known Aries is like, I want you to be like, surprise, bitches. I was actually catfishing you all. I'm actually hotter, funnier, smarter, wilder than I've been letting on. That's the TLDR if you don't have time for this whole bit, but definitely come back to it. Let's talk. So the North Node, what are the nodes? The nodes are, first of all, what made me fall deeply, deeply in love with astrology and made me want to do this professionally. I always liked astrology. I thought it was interesting. My fantastic, wonderful, mystical Aunt Gail was like just such a student of esoteric wisdom and astrology. Loved it. But I, it wasn't until I started studying the nodes that I was like, oh, I want to like learn everything about this <laughs> or be on, on a path of, of not learning, you know, just being curious about this. And I want to help other people understand this. So the lunar nodes, they're not tangible. They're not like a luminary planet, like the sun, moon, not like an asteroid. It's an esoteric point. Therefore, it's a very esoteric interpretation of what we do with it. So it's really where like the lines of the moon's monthly path and orbit mean the lines of the sun's yearly path around the zodiac. So it's very theoretical. It's very conceptual. And the nodes they come together in a pair. The North and South Node are together. They are 180 degrees apart. They're opposite signs and they're always in an axis. So you're going to hear me talking about North Node and Aries, South Node and Libra. You cannot like disconnect them. They're just like one, they're one important like long um, axis together with these polarities. They also are always retrograde. So if you have them retrograde in your chart, that's why. And with that, they move backwards. So um, that's why we just went from North Node in Taurus to now we're going to North Node in Aries. The roots of, if you really want to go deeper to understand the roots of nodal astrology, look to Vedic astrology. They were really like the, I would say like the beginning of this wisdom school. In Vedic astrology, they refer to the North Node as Rahu and the South Node as Ketu. And in Hindu mythology, Rahu and Ketu are part of one being this dragon with the North Node, Rahu being the head and Ketu South Node being the tail. So you can visualize this as this big dragon in the sky right now. And the North Node is what we're needing to work on as we develop progress in this life and to really understand our soul's growth and development. And the South Node are the tools and the karma that we came into this lifetime with that we're looking to clear, to understand, to have a better relationship with. And then, you know, definitely, again, Vedic astrology goes much deeper into some of the implications of this. And then I kind of take it then into the approach through evolutionary astrology, through shamanic astrology, where we really understand so much of our lessons, our potential, what we need to balance and like appease through both of these seemingly like contrasting energies in our life to integrate and to really like be into bigger, step into bigger awareness, consciousness, curiosity, presence, fulfillment, freedom. And again, they go, they go together. So the North node is again, where we're growing, where we're evolving to on the, I'm going to talk today about the collective astrology, because that's what we're talking about with planetary planning. So for the collective of us, when the North Node switches every 18 months, it's like we all get a new collective assignment. In the lunar nodes, it's connected to the moon, right? In mundane astrology, which is the astrology of like events and societies and civilizations and governments, in mundane astrology, the moon represents the people like us. <laughs> We're the moon, which is so cool. So to understand what the people slash us are meant to do and what we're kind of going to be like subconsciously craving or curious for or desiring, we look to the lunar nodes. And why is this important for us, even if like you don't have a North Node in Aries, it really gives you the path. Like, oh, I'm supposed to be learning about Aries 
positive Aries energy over the next 18 months. And through that, also learning about having a better relationship with Libra energy and knowing that I'm going to probably be going through some big changes in those two areas of my life and the two areas of my chart that are ruled by Aries and Libra. And how can I just keep showing up for the assignment and trusting it? And I have a theory that the more you do this, the more, again, like roads open for you, the more you feel also, especially if you hold these placements, if you are a North Node in Aries, if you are an Aries, if you're a Libra, if you have a lot of these placements, there's this sort of, I think, energetic, and again, this is nothing like you'll read in an astrology textbook. This is just my two cents. So take it with a grain of salt. I believe that like the people who model this energy for us on the collective are just sort of naturally like exalted or lifted up or because it's like, we need these examples. We need these role models. If we're all supposed to be walking this North Node and Aries path, who can we look to, to understand who's modeling that beautifully through their work, through their art, through their research, through their words, right? Through their actions. And so it was fun for me to watch in the North Node and Taurus and and South Node and Scorpio, what happened. And now it's like, okay, who's modeling this? And is it going to be us? And the North Node, why I call my mentorship the Cosmic Zone, is I really believe that your South Node and the South Node for us collectively is kind of the comfort zone. It holds a lot of energy of what we know, what we've done, and things that are sort of sticky, shadows, um, unhealthy patterns, behaviors, hangups. And like, it's easy to stay there, but it doesn't feel good. And the cosmic zone, the North node is the path that is not easy. It's like, I have to choose a new way. I have to build a new muscle. I have to develop courage. I have to go somewhere unfamiliar. I have to take risks. I have to bet on myself. But there is like ease that comes with that. Once you do it, there is like a flow. There's a flying, again, there's a freedom, fulfillment. And so we really look to both of these signs to understand like, again, what are we leaving behind? What's like the sticky sweetness? It's keeping us stuck in the South Node. And how can we like live in our North Node path collectively to experience this growth, but also to experience a better relationship with South Node energy? So in this situation that we're talking about for us, the next 18 months, it's going to ask us to really reevaluate a lot of things, specifically our relationships, also our relationship with money, but relationships and like choose ourself and be really self-honoring and be really clear with who we are, not to get rid of all of our relationships and to never be in a relationship again. That's not what we're saying with the South Node. But instead, it's like by doing that, can we actually improve the quality of our relationships, improve the way we show up for other people, improve our relationship to money? I'm saying that because Libra um, is connected to very much relationships, but also art, beauty, aesthetics, money, social justice, a lot, a lot's going on there. So the North Node in Aries, I always like to say when we're going to these cycles, it's fun to look back. So this one, this transit is July 17th of this year to January 11th, 2025. The last time the North Node was in Libra, so it's a completely different flipped energy, but still might help you understand what was going on in your life, was February 18th, 2014 to November 11th, 2015. Okay. Now this is a big summer I want you all to look at. February 2014 to November 2015, because that summer we also had Venus retrograde in Leo. So we're going to be experiencing by some big themes from that like summer 2015 again. And then the last time the North node was in Aries. So this exact North node was in Aries was December 2004 to June 2006. So looking back, if you're old enough, if you've have memory from that time, look back, look at your journals, look at your, I don't know, whatever we had. I don't think we even had iClouds then, but look back on photos, whatever you have access to. Also, interestingly enough, during that 2004, 2006 time, we also had Saturn as in Pisces. So again, many circles, many patterns being revisited. But the great thing is if you look back on that time, you're like, holy shit, Maddie, that was the worst time of my life. Don't be scared. Okay. Because this is the whole point of the soul journey we're on is you just know so much more about yourself. Now you have so many more tools. You have so much more awareness. You have, it's different, right? We're going around the golden spiral. We're going up the staircase and it's not, um, it doesn't have to be how it always was. So those are the dates. And then we're going to be having 
the eclipses now are going to be like, we're kicking off this North Node in Aries journey. When we're going to feel the next big like karmic speed up, wake up, shake up moment that we all should be sort of like kind of preparing for, doing our homework for, getting ready for is October 14th, right? October 14th, we're going to have our first new moon solar eclipse, new beginning in Libra. And you can even look back to April 20th, this past year, 2023, that was our first new moon solar eclipse in Aries. And yeah, and those eclipse dates will be happening then, you know, every six months, eclipses in Libra and Aries through 2020, beginning of 2025, end of 2024. Now, again, this astrology and the collective level, it's so important to understand. We're getting a cosmic crash course in Aries Libra. The big, again, sum up of this is going to be like this rebrand time, right? This time of like balancing the me versus the we. Aries wants us to understand what is important for my individuality, my identity, who I am. Libra is like the importance of the we, close relationships, collaboration, harmony, personally, romantically, and in business. I love astrologer Jessica Adams, who's a brilliant British astrologer, like literally like called COVID to a T like 10 years ago. Go check her out. But she, I heard her say, this is going to be a time for duets or duels. And it was so British and so dramatic and I loved it. But yeah, this, this cosmic crash course in Aries Libra, I want us to think about these invitations for us personally. This is an extraordinary, an extraordinary time, an invitation to really pioneer something new in yourself, in your life, to embrace your authenticity, to be bold, to be assertive, to really like, again, like shed that dead heavy weight of societal, familial expectations, judgments. It's almost like you're not going to be able to fake certain things anymore. It's just going to feel like something's bursting out of you. And like, what does it feel like to have the courage to be unapologetically you? And to pursue the things that light you up and manifest that true potential and take action, baby. Aries is action Jacks Jackson. <laughs> action Jackson. Is that like a reference? I don't even know. Aries is an action-oriented sign. Therefore, we're all going to be asked to, to do something. This is not a time for like sitting, hemming, hawing, uh-uh, honey. And on the collective level, we're gonna be feeling that too. And we're also gonna be feeling like like not really wanting permission, let's just say, from anyone besides ourselves to do this. You know, on the global scale, we're going to see a lot of new leadership come up. We're going to see a lot of innovation. We're going to see a lot of activism, a lot of asserting their rights, all of this bullshit around like people waging war on people's identity, which is obviously like such a big part of our fucking collective narrative. I think we're going to see some big moves being made and people pushing back and legislation in favor of the eye of the identity. It's not all good. I'll, I'll be honest. North Node Aries can bring up violence. It can bring up war. It can bring up temper tantrums and me, me, me energy and people just being like selfish in a not great way. But North Node Aries and South Node Libra is ultimately a time about a lot of like peace and harmony being found. But through fighting for it first. Okay. So a great other question to ask ourselves, like, what are we fighting for? Who are we fighting for? Because we're all going to be asked to kind of like pick up a sword right now and do something that might make ourselves uncomfy a little bit, but it's, oh, I'm excited for this time. I really am. And of course the North Node in Aries will be working with Chiron during this whole cycle, basically, and we'll have some direct conjunct dates in mostly like February, March of 2024. So, you know, this is the wounded healer. And so we're all like, maybe going to look at like this biggest wound in our identity, the thing we're most insecure about. And we're going to be asked to like, sit with it, invite it to the table, not be ashamed of it anymore, integrate it, learn more about it. Lots of healing, lots of healing, lots of uh, new opportunities to be who we really are, right? And a lot of like opportunities and asks to take decisive action, to be like the own leader, your own leader, to be the leader of your own life. And so, like I said, like there's, there's a balance that we need to strike. So we also want to understand with the South Node in Libra, 
what are we leaving behind? What are we flushing out? What are we rethinking, rewriting, retooling in our life? And so the South Node in Libra is balancing out that fiery um, me energy of Aries with this airy we energy. And it's definitely, you're looking at the importance of harmony, cooperation, balance, diplomacy, fairness, justice. And so during this transit, I think we will feel a global emphasis in like finding common ground, establishing harmonious relationships, resolving conflicts, but obviously first through probably like creating conflicts. And on the personal level, I really want to think about like balancing our needs versus the needs of others. And if you've gone too far, you become too passive or too reliant on other people's opinions. Um, you can't do anything without checking with other people. Their opinions mean more than yours. This is like energy that we're going to want to work on, right? Or where we've been too like pacifying or we've been just like keeping the peace, but it's not really peaceful. So yeah, ding dong. If you've been playing doormat, that time is over, honey. And so, yeah, we're going to be seeing a lot of these issues come front and center. And in the Astro Accelerator group, we pulled a card for this and we pulled the Eight of Swords of like, what do we have to understand? What are we releasing? The South Node in Libra. And it did make me think about how Libra as an air sign is also very much connected to our mindsets and our, our thoughts and our patterns, especially around Libra things, relationships, money. So we might all be asking to like examine our mindset and beliefs and and where our mind can kind of run away with some stories um, wherein we feel like we're more trapped than we actually are and using that same, that very same mind to actually get free, right? So um, what happened in past North Node and Aries cycles? You know, I'm a history nerd. You know, she loves looking back to look forward. So just like high level Again, Libra rules relationships, especially marriage and like long-term partnerships. So we probably will see a lot brought up around like marriage and marriage equality. Let's like hold it in the highest good that it's for like in a positive way. Um, but we did see this U.S. Supreme Court legalized interracial marriages in all 50 states during North Known Aries. We saw the gay rights bill signed into effect in New York City by Ed Koch. We also saw, like I mentioned before, Twitter came on the scene, North Known Aries, and YouTube registered as an official domain with the North Known Aries. So again, Aries, I, me, new things coming out forward. We did see like, again, it is as a time of unrest too with North Known Aries. We saw the Chernobyl disaster, um, the troubles in Northern Ireland. So a lot of like, you know, especially the, the troubles in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, like this like fighting just to like be yourself and people who don't want people to be themselves. And just because of an identity, they carry this like permission to, they think to carry out violence and then kind of what happens from that cycle and what can we learn from that? So, you know, things I want us all to focus on is what, what's important to us. How can I kind of, be myself and maybe forego temporary peace for longer term real peace. And the, the whole time of North Node and Aries, South Node and Libra, we might feel the scales of justice wildly swinging on everything from anything around identity, anything around like sex, reproductive systems. Yeah, I think we're going to have more coming up around like Oh, Roe versus Wade, reproductive rights. I'm imagining a lot of gun control issues are going to come front and center. But again, like it's a time where a lot of old agreements, old contracts are going to break. A lot of uprisings. When we see Aries movements, we see a lot of uprisings led by the youth, led by women. We saw in like Jupiter and Aries cycles, we had the Arab Spring. During this most recent Jupiter in Aries, we saw Masa Amini's death and how it sparked an uprising revolution in the Iranian people, specifically Iranian women. So just things to think about. And again, like where we are being called to be invited into this conversation. 
And again, on a more maybe like personal note, it's just a real big rise in individualism, personal expression. We're going to see a huge boost in entrepreneurship, startups, innovation, maybe new categories, new industries that I don't even know about yet. I don't even know about yet. But I want you, if you want to be a pioneer, if you want to be a trailblazer, early adapter, like this is going to be the time. Okay. And again, that rebrand, who are you? I really invite you to get intentional with this question, to really think about, you know, who are you? There's this like very funny British publicist named Rob Schroeder, and he has his book, The Four Words. And he says that he thinks that everyone should be able to describe themselves in four words. And maybe a fun practice for North Node Aries would be like, what are the four words that you want to describe yourself, you want other people to describe you as? Maybe you want to think about like the new activities, the new interests, the new values you want to be known for. And really the North Node in Taurus, the past 18 months, were teaching us a lot about our values. So now Aries is like, okay, now go be it. Go be those values. Go take them into action. So if you did your values exercise homework, like the good cosmic student you are, now it's like, what's an action step or what's a change in your life for each of those values that reflects you really living in them? right? How do we kind of bring it out? So yeah, we're going to be just being asked to take charge of our lives, take it by the reins, ram airy style head first. What do you like? What do you need? What is your truth? You know, I think that as we kind of do all of this, it's going to be exciting. We're going to be asked to take risks. We're going to be asked to break free, develop courage, follow our fire, cultivate our sparks. But I also just want to mention like we want to really, we have time. This cycle is 18 months. So it's a marathon, not a sprint. So that North Node Aries might feel like this urgency that's like burning you up from the inside out. You might feel just like so tempted to run like headfirst into this. And sometimes again, back to the Vedic astrology, the North Node can be where we're like insatiable and we can't like unless something that consumes us because we have so much passion and because we have so much like soul level hunger for it. So I just remind you to like reflect on everything you're learning. Let's not like choose instant gratification. We're choosing like long-term integration, investigate like what your ambition, where it's coming from, what's your drive, how this affects others. And like, you know, there's time you can make a plan. You can make a rebrand launch plan. It doesn't have to be all like right now. Right. And especially like as we get into eclipse seasons, those can be like pressure cookers. Those can feel like, oof, like there's a lot happening. Um, So I want you to pace yourselves, especially around the eclipses. Okay. Where is the urgency sort of avoidable? And and sometimes there is a real urgency. I want to honor that, but just being mindful and discerning of the difference. And again, we're just seeing, noticing what's out of balance, what feels untrue, what feels just like, what's something that's just taking up too much of your energy? What's something that's compromising your sense of wholeness? I'm like looking at that, right? And being really honest uh, because, you know, I've talked about all the positives of this, not just positive, but like, if you don't listen to and heed this, like it's, it's not going to go away. And in 18 months, I mean, sorry, 18 years, which is how long these cycles are, it'll come up again, but in a bigger way, a more intense way. And these North Node cycles, they happen every 18 years. So it's like a time to us to really think about what do we want the next 18 years in these aspects of our life to look like and feel like. So I encourage you just to be really honest, do lots of reflection and just like bet on yourself choose yourself. Okay. It's, I I watch people do it all day. It's what, it's why I got into this work. It's like a drug for me watching people choose themselves because I'm like, oh my God, like that's it. It's just so potent. It's so real. It's so activating. It's so liberating and it gets me high. It gets me high and reminds me of like, right. Even when shit is hard, I have to remember that is the feeling we're going for and it exists and it's there. And every time you choose it, it chooses you back and it shows you something and reveals something and, and like shifts you in this like permanent forever way towards a more like 
yeah, like positive trajectory. We have a lot of momentum right now, a lot of support in doing this. Um, so I'm really passionate about having everyone take take it in, take control of it. And then if this is your North Node in Aries, if that's in your birth chart or you have North Node in Libra, you can go look that up right now on you know astro.com, on time passages, and welcome. Uh, this is a big, an extra big shift for you. So if you have a North Node in Aries, this means is your nodal return. Chances are you're probably around like 18, 36, 54, 72. And this is a time for you to really step into this activation of why your soul is here, to learn more about yourself and really, again, choose yourself in a big way, but make a big quantum leap over the next 18 months. And this is a time where you're going to be asked to like have almost a karmic, cosmic, chiropractic adjustment, like get the spine back in line. And if there's anything that's not in alignment, it's probably going to shed away. Um, The things that are in alignment are going to speed up and carry you forward. And I just want you to use this like GPS, this like compass of like, is this in line with my North Node and Aries energy? Am I looking at this? And really looking to not just the sign of your North Node, which is Aries, but looking at the house that you have Aries and Libra in, so huge, any aspects that it's making. And, you know, you might have to give up some things that feel very South Node or, again, rethink some things. Our nodal returns like us to be flexible and ready and ready to adapt and, and to do it quickly because it's a time usually of some sort of rapid change. And especially if you have a North Node Aries, it's going to be more so of that. So, you know, looking into this, I just invite you to get really familiar with what areas of the chart is, is ruled by this to be open to transformation. And again, like everything I just said about the North Node Aries is going to be true for you, but times 100, times 100. And it really gives you this push. And especially if you're in that like 36 one, this is a time of like, you've integrated lessons from your Saturn return. You've done it. And now your nodal return is asking you to like live it, amplify it, and really set yourself up for the next 18 years of like, what do you want your life to feel like? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? What do you want your work to feel like? Your your relationships to feel like? To just like how you are in this place of self-actualization, especially looking to the lessons of your Saturn return. And that's true for all of us with our Saturn in our chart right now. The North Node, you know, as we look through our chart, if we want to go deeper in our reflection, we can look at Saturn because the nodal switches are always about karma and Saturn rules karma in our chart. So I invite all of you to look at your personal Saturn, of course, but also looking at where Saturn in Pisces is in in your chart right now. That might unlock some tools for you of understanding, "Mm, what are the structures I'm meant to be creating? What's the strength I'm I'm cultivating? What are the boundaries I may be setting in my life to help support me in this North Node and Aries path right now? That's true for everyone. We can also look at where we have Venus and Mars in our chart because we know this axis is so much about relationships because the North Node is uh, ruled by Aries and Mars is the rulership of Aries and Libra is ruled by Venus. So looking at where you have Mars and Venus in your chart also just giving you insight. Again, if you're a newbie to astrology, this is gonna be overwhelming. Don't I you don't have to do this at all. But if you're just someone who wants to go a little bit deeper, right? And then so then on the other flip side, if you have a north node in Libra, then you're in your nodal opposition. So your nodal opposition is or the reverse nodal return is another way they might refer to it, is when now you're sort of on the path of learning everything about your south node. So in your life, you're supposed to be sort of releasing, rethinking south node energies. And this, the first one that we have of this, we're really like, you know, conscious to it. Or yeah, this is the first one we have to it is when we're around 27. And this sort of precedes or happens in conjunction with your Saturn return. And it's sort of like all of these parts of you that we've developed, especially if they're like unhealthy in any way, emotional crutches, coping mechanisms, 
survival techniques, patterns, just we're going too hard in our um, in, in the South No Direction. It's sort of like there's a flipping of a switch or like a kinking of the hose. That which was working and flowing stops. And you might, if you've lived through this, you know what I'm talking about. And this is a chance for you to revisit the qualities of your South Node because we're not just leaving them behind forever. That's not what that journey's about. It's about like learning them in a way that with more awareness, um, in a way of there's something bad about your South Node, but they may be being like badly expressed right now. Um, and there may be like kind of a low frequency to them. And by understanding like, how do I understand the high frequency of this how it actually helps me live and eventually understand my North Node better. So a relationship, an example of this might be like if you have just finished your nodal opposition, if you have a Taurus South Node, you might have in past lives or in your younger years only been obsessed with like appearances or money or comfort, like never changing anything for security. And then going through your reverse nodal return, it may have asked you to learn more about like, the higher octaves of Taurus energy, about being in your body, about knowing your worth, about connecting to Mother Nature and the Earth, to getting really grounded with yourself, right? And so studying like the shadow and light of all the zodiac signs is always an amazing, like the octave is an amazing assignment. And if this is your nodal opposition, really understanding the octaves that run in your South node um, are super important. And you will be asked to do new things and you will be asked to completely leave your comfort zone. And you will be asked to like really try not to sink back into that unconscious South node where you just used to like operate kind of mindlessly in autopilot, but rediscover it and, and choose it in a much more conscious way. But it is like flexing and creating a new muscle. It takes a little time and patience and discipline and consistency for sure but you've got this. Okay. And like, it can be an uncomfortable time. I'm not going to lie. But again, it's a time for fueling so much of your soul growth and it really feeds you into this next chapter. And by the end of it, you know, if you, if you pay attention to the assignments, you will feel like a stronger, much more well-rounded, much more empowered version of you. So yeah, so these, both of these returns are mega focused on your soul growth, on your soul's purpose, both the outward expression of that, but the inner expression of that. And so for all of us, again, just reminding us like, what, who are we? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I saw this great thing on Pinterest, just a little art piece. It's who are you when you're not performing for the people inside your mind? Oof, so good, right? And like, how can you change the world just by being yourself? It's actually like, when we say it like that, it actually feels so, like there's so much ease and there's so much like joy and freedom in that. And um, sometimes we overcomplicate it and we get really caught up in like the comparison and what's everyone doing around us. But like, I really want you to think about like how, how can I change the world by being myself? How would I live? Like I said in the beginning, if no one else was watching, what might be the self-expression, the creativity that's being asked to move through me right now as a way of self-honoring, self-love? What's this rebrand that I'm going through? And this is the time. We're in summer of 2020 free, baby. And I want each of you, right, getting liberated, getting activated. And I'm going to be here rooting you on, hyping you up every step of the way, because that's what I do. And you know, that's where I'm going to leave you. You've got this. Again, we're on an 18 month journey with it. We're going to be talking about it a lot. Pay attention, pay attention to the little sensations, the feelings, the nudges, the shoves of where you're being called to like really align with this path. That's our collective assignment. It's our collective homework right now. And I'll see you next week, wrapping you up in Stardust and that divine protection and direction, calling in the blessings for the big fat lots of zeros checks on them just like north known aries bad bitch wants for us and also calling in oodles and oodles of really fulfilling nurturing loving passionate sweaty like toe curling sex so big checks hot sex 
for everyone listening, for all you love, for everyone you love, putting those blessings out into the atmosphere. I'm Maddie Murphy, and I'll see you next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.